Hello, 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 hello. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Safe Not Soft. I am your host, Emmy Moore, and welcome if this is your first time. Hello. This is going to be a completely different episode than the rest of the episodes I already have. So if uh, you're here today, you're you're here for a special one. Um, but yeah, this podcast is called Saved Not Soft. And basically what that means is that this is not a soft journey. This is hard. How do you navigate being a Christian? How do you deny yourself? How do you take up your cross every day? That's what we talk about um, on the show. And uh like I said, today's going to be a little different. Uh, I don't necessarily, I know my, my phone's on, but um, I don't really got notes. I just kind of have like points. Um, I want to hit, uh, I don't know how to how to start this off except, except for just kind of talking and being vulnerable. Um the past like two months um have been hitting me way harder uh I I feel like I've kind of had this domino effect of like things happening and things changing in my life things which I'm blessed for um and then other things where I, I I'm having a hard time navigating it and uh as a leader I feel like it's really important to humble myself before you guys, the audience who listens and watches and prays over me and communicate with you guys, you know, what what's going on through my head, what God is telling me, how is God working in my life right now? Because it's like the things that I teach on here is all stuff that I've already learned and I'm continuously applying and reapplying but like what about the things I'm working on right now and the things that are going great in my life and then the things that just full-on suck (laughs) um and I I kept going blank on like a topic for this week and this isn't like a last resort um I I truly believe that the reason why I couldn't think or pull myself together to make a podcast episode is because God's like you just need to you just need to go before my people and just uh show humility. And like Tim Ross says, like vulnerability is a superpower. And I believe that's something, uh, I've always been able to, uh, communicate very clearly is how I feel, what I'm thinking, uh, with like no filter. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I'm very, very straight up about how I think what's going on, uh, what I've been doing, uh, negatively and positively. Did that make sense? <laughs> positive wise and negative wise. Um, I feel like I could be very self-admitted to things. And I just I just want to tell y'all like what's what God's doing in my life right now and things that I'm battling with and things that I've overcame and things that are just coming back and biting me in the butt. Because uh, not that I owe it to you guys, but. I I truly believe that, you know, with your testimony, it's not something that just ends once you're saved. It's like always ongoing and everybody's testimony helps people. And my testimony is still progressing. And I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, I want to make this personal. I want to make this 
relational. I, I love how you guys like say in my comments, like, feels like I'm in a room with you and just like listening to you talk and we're having a conversation. Like, I, I want to keep that, that sincerity. I want to keep that, that bond I have with you guys. Um, just like inviting you into my world and seeing what God's doing in my life. And then hopefully it could help what, whatever is going on with you in your life and, um, how God could speak to you and maybe switching up a posture, giving you confirmation in certain areas, etc. It's a long warm up, but, uh, I'm going to have to dive into it at some point. Um, gosh, where do I start? I, I really didn't come into this thing with a plan. Um, I just pray that the Lord helps me dissect my thoughts right now. And I'm not just like pulling stuff out of my brain. Like I really pray the Lord knows how I, how I feel. Uh, I, I just know that the Holy spirit is going to guide the things that need to be talked about what's going on through my mind and, uh, be vulnerable to an extent to where, uh, you know, I'm not giving away too much of my personal life. Like, uh, but, Enough to where there's there's nurturement, I guess, and uh, relatability. Uh, the first thing that's on my mind right now and, like, what's just changed in the past, like, six months. What's today, actually? May. So I started this October, November, December. January, March, April, May. So like, well, it was just May. So about like six months now I've been doing this podcast and things have progressively changed. Things have grown so much. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of didn't expect God to move this pre like prevalent in this podcast. Uh, it was something I knew I was called to do, but then God was just kind of like, okay, let me double it and then let me triple it. <laughs> uh He's been moving so beautifully through this podcast and I'm learning so much, uh, just being a leader and, uh, him putting me in a leadership position and orchestrating everything. Uh, it's been, it's been a lot of management. It's been a lot of self-discipline. It's been, uh, a lot of self-recognition and awareness, but, uh, there are a lot of things tied to the responsibility of leading and teaching that is very exhausting and uh, very hard, simply. Like, it's just hard. And I, I, I don't know if I really prepared myself for all that, putting my, or letting God put me in a position and then being like, okay, like, we're just going to do a podcast. We're going to teach the word. And this is what God has called me to do. And uh, it's been amazing. I, I don't regret anything that has happened. I'm just being completely transparent uh, and open about everything. But uh, leading is so hard, especially when uh, I haven't had much leadership. I got great friends. I have amazing friends. But like mentorship is something I, I just got like last week. And, uh, I'm so blessed for, for my mentor. Uh, um, he's amazing and has been helping me so much already in the past two weeks. Uh, but before that, like I was running this thing with just like me and God 
and input of like a few friends of mine. And it's like, how do you lead people when you're not being led? Um, how do you keep coming up with ideas and words and, and things? And I, I, I do believe I, I, I can't rely on God alone, but then at the same time, like Jesus had 12 followers. I need to have people who can hold me accountable and lift me up and exalt me to the calling that God has, uh, called me to. And, uh, that's something I'm like barely touching the surface of like right now, like I'm barely touching the surface. And that only started like, like I said last week, um, what do I want to say about this? When it, I'm so, it's so crazy to see how God is moving through this podcast. I had, um, I did a, like a pop-up sale thing with like a whole bunch of my influencer friends like a month and a half ago. Maybe it was longer. Maybe it was two months ago. Was it two months ago? Or was it one? Anyways, we were in LA and we were like selling our, our closets and we just told everybody to pull up. We did it at a public location and, uh, at the end of us about to close, uh, I, I met a lot of people, which was amazing and great. There were two people that really stuck out to me, uh, two different groups. There was a, a mother and her daughter, and then these two friends that um, came, and they all drove more than like two hours to come talk to me, basically. I thought they were here for the, for the clothing sale, like... No, like they came for prayer. They came to to like tell me this ministry that God has placed you in. It's moving because I'm ha- I'm struggling like with the disconnect between I'm speaking to it into a screen. I'm speaking into a mic, and you guys are receiving it. And it's like it's hard to see the revelation in it when it's through a phone and I'm not seeing y'all in person and I'm not meeting y'all in person. So whenever I did this pop-up and uh, these women drove hours just to say what's up to me, which is awesome. I love (laughs) y'all. I met one woman with her, uh, with her mom that came. Uh, She got saved. Oh my gosh. I'm going to cry. Don't cry. Uh, She got saved through this ministry. And, uh, when I saw her and she told me how she got saved through my ministry and how she accepted Jesus through this podcast, it just like, it just like hit me right then and there. Like, oh, this isn't just me talking to a camera. Like this is like changing people's lives and God is using me to do that. And I feel honored. I feel so so honored and this ministry that's only been in the works for six months <laughs> and counting has already changed so many people's lives and uh I started to recognize that when I met those women that day so if you guys are watching this thank you <laughs> for uh letting the Lord use you to speak to me because the I I often manipulate myself that the things I'm doing aren't good enough um, gosh, here comes the tears. I, I told y'all, we, we just going to be real today. Um, I'm a, 
I've always envisioned myself as a as a perfectionist, as tidy and neat and organized. And everything needs to have a plan and structure. And when it when it comes to this, I mean, uh, I'm doing this on my own. I have a I just set up my ring light, my camera and my mic to my iPad and I film and I edit and I put that thing up and I manage all my social media accounts. I'm making all the videos I'm editing and um, I do all this stuff on my own, you know, because in my head, I'm like, I need to do this. I only have the vision for this and uh, I have this like control thing that just sucks quite honestly. And it's something I've been in the works of uh, unchaining myself from. Um, That's why you will not hear me teaching about control anytime soon because I'm still being sanctified in it. But uh, what do you do when you're in a position uh, to where you're doing your best and you're recording these episodes that are orchestrated by God and you're putting in your time, prayer, headspace, everything, and simply people just don't like it? Uh or don't think it's enough, or that I'm doing good enough, or I should be doing better. Look, y'all, I've been in this influencer industry for five years, uh, since I was in high school. I've had people tell me to kill myself, <laughs> like, like big jumps, uh, like big jump right there. But uh, I've had people tell me to like kill myself. I had people tell me that I was ugly, I was too skinny, that my shirt is whack, my shoes are whack, my pants are whack, my hair saw whack, my eyebrows are whack, like everything, right? And uh, I-, I learned over the years how to get over that. I was just like, don't read it. But what do you do when you're leading people and people are judging your salvation and unqualifying you to speak? Uh, I'm having a hard time with that right now. Ugh, I know I'm going to cry. I just feel it coming. I can't cry at me. Uh, I got to film more after this and then I got to go to to youth group. <laughs> uh, I feel like people are quick to point fingers at me because my sin is public. And uh, it, it's... This is some real stuff. Dang. Sorry, I'm not making eye contact with the camera. It it intimidates me. Uh, My sin is public. I know that. I display my whole life online. And when people are DMing me, going in my comments, not even just like my pages, but like, Businesses I work with and some of my friends judging my salvation. Like I've been I've been through media training (laughs) and I've 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 known how to kind of step away from people who. You know, are saying stuff about your life that ain't true. But I feel so responsible because in my head, I'm like, I'm leading these people. I can't slip up. But then what would be the point of grace? And it's like I had to keep reminding people that I'm not Jesus. Like, I'm just 
a vessel, and uh, I'm gonna mess up. I'm gonna slip up. I'm gonna fall. And um, <sighs> sorry. I hate that I'm the time to come out here and cry, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. It's okay. Pretty girls cry. That's what I like to be vulnerable. But sanctification is a process. And I feel like I'm being so rushed and I'm being pressured to be perfect so I could be, quote unquote, pure, purely qualified for everything that God calls me to do. And I don't feel this pressure from God. I feel this pressure from the church. I'm going to keep it a bug. I love y'all, but the things that people say are hurting me. People are literally trying to <laughs> disqualify everything that God has called me to because I went to a future concert. <laughs> the the same people who who canceled like Dante Bo for listening to a Bad Bunny song or the same people who are so against cancel culture are the same people who can't extend out the grace. It's like I'm faced with this hypocrisy in the church right now. And I'm not uh, I'm not associate, associating everybody together. I'm saying there are certain people that are doing this, that are acting out of legalism, and it's hurting people's faith. Because I have been getting criticized by legalism since I started this podcast because everything's so public and putting my faith out there that quite honestly, it makes me want to drop it. And I'm not going to, because I'm stronger than that. And God has put me in a position to, to, to walk and stomp over these things. But uh, keep it a buck. Y'all don't know me at all. No matter how much I put my, my life online or how much I show myself or speak about whatever, there's only so much y'all know. Uh, and, and the measure that you are using to judge me is the same measure that will be used against you when you see the face of God. And this is what the word says. And it's like, I'm not saying this everybody, but it, it's, a, it's a quite a handful of people and it's bugging me. I don't even read my comments like that. It's like people are messaging me. People are like going on to like other stuff that I do, like my business accounts and even people I work with being like, hey, Emmy, if you're reading this, why'd you go to that future concert last week? Like, what? <laughs> and then it's like the same. What was crazy to me is there was there was like one TikTok video I made on my fashion page where people are just like, what are your thoughts on secular music? What are your thoughts on da 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 da? It's like, you don't want to know my thoughts. You just want to point fingers at me. And that's crazy because it's like people want to get on me for listening to secular music. And then I go on your TikTok page and I look at the latest video that you use and the sound on it is Kill Bill by SZA. What's the difference between using a, a secular sound and me listening to secular? Like it, it's so hypocritical and it makes me, it just literally makes me want to drop any, everything. And I'm not trying to justify like the things I do are right. I'm just saying it's something that I'm learning right now. Y'all, like, this is so new to me, and I, I want to do all things for the glory of God, 
But that is a process. That is something that I need to learn. And just because I don't have it all down right now doesn't make me less than. And I'm really sick of people saying things like wanting a reaction out of me because they like, you listen to this, therefore I can't, I can't listen to you speak. Okay, so because I posted a posted a future song on my Instagram story, we're just going to ignore your pornography issue? Oh, but we're not even going to look at that because that's in your closet. I'm sick of it. I'm sick. It's like, I love y'all. I am praying for y'all. But it's like, when you just keep pointing me, 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 it like... And unqualifying me for everything that God has called me to be and do is so disencouraging. And it's like outside people see this. And why do you think so many people don't want to come to the church? Because it's you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. What did we talk about last week? I'm not called to do first. I'm called to be. And lately it feels like I'm losing who the heck I am because I'm too busy doing stuff to please y'all. When it should all be Galatians 1.10, which is pleasing the one only God. He's the one I should please. God is pleased with my progression and not with my perfection. I feel like people want this ideology and this, this image of perfection out of me because I'm a leader It just, it doesn't mean, because I'm a leader doesn't mean I'm uh, perfect. It just means I'm held more responsible. There's a difference. And I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with accountability. I'm completely fine with conviction. If there's one person who can take criticism, it's me. But criticism combined and conceived with judgment? Like, that's different. With petty backhanded judgment see that I don't thrive under and I shouldn't it's like I I feel rushed to be sanctified and I know that's not from God and I'm angry I'm trying to work through that and the things that y'all keep pointing out I'm working on it I don't I shouldn't have to Hop in front of a camera and say that. Um, but it's it's all things I'm working on. And uh, I, I believe that the, the majority of people like actually understand like what I'm saying and what I'm going through. I'm, I'm just like, I'm just venting to y'all. I'm just telling y'all what I'm going through right now. And I'm trying to learn how to deal with people saying stuff, how to not let it get to me, how to... Uh, not let it shake my faith the way that it has been. But at the same time, not being ignorant. Because I want to take what you guys say with a, an open mind. Like, if I'm doing something wrong, I want to know. But at the same time, I can't be perfect. So it's like, how how can I be in a place to where I'm not ignorant? But also to where I'm not casting my pearls upon swine. Um, it's, 
how to explain this. Like, like my thoughts are all over the place. Spirit, help me. Help me dissect them. I just needed to say that. That was just like so on my mind and just like on my heart. But I, what do I want to say? Like, when you go into a, a church, like, you're not going to see fully, like, healed people. Like, I'm learning something every day. God's moving in me every day. He's teaching me something every day. This is a hard walk. Why do you think I call this podcast Save Not Soft? Like, this is hard for me. I'm just encouraging y'all. I'm not Jesus. <laughs> I am not Jesus. But I am a follower. I am a vessel. And holding that responsibility is hard. Is it worth it? Heck yes. Heck yes, by all means. Um, I'm just going through a lot. This is so new. I just got saved three years ago. I had no idea what it's like. I have no idea what it's like to lead something like this. I have no idea what it's like to be led. And there's a lot of things like I don't know about. I'm fine with that. It gives me more room to grow. But are y'all okay with that? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm okay with things taking time. But it's like, are the people watching me okay with that? If not, then who would be right? Would that just make everyone who speaks unqualified? Because we are all sinful. Like, what did I talk about? Uh, was it last week or the week before? Like, we shouldn't look to doc and uh, not doctors. We shouldn't look to pastors as our doctrine because it talks about in James three how everything that we say pretty much comes out wrong. Like, take what people say and bring it back to scripture, and the things that are proven in scripture, that's what you need to take out of it. And it's like. People just keep going, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Of course I am, because I'm a sinner, and so are you. And the things that I say, I try to align with Scripture as much as I can, and not based off of my own opinionative, um, like, ideation of what Scripture is, but I, 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 ch- I try to stick pretty much to it, to, to, to what it says. But if it's like, I just keep giving these fingers, it's like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're doing this, you're doing that, you can't say this because you're listening to that, or I don't feel comfortable, or not click off. If it's really bugging you that much, please click off. I do not give a dang at this point. I'd rather lose subscribers than hear y'all criticism, or not even criticism, y'all condemnation against why you can't listen or be a part of this that if you don't want to by all means you could scroll but please stop <laughs> telling me things just for you to be petty and salty it's so annoying and it's hurting me I gotta grow in areas I gotta I, I realize this is something that's always gonna happen but it's like uh, the battle of like facing it and going up against it it sucks and it hurts 
and this is the first time I'm kind of like realizing, uh, like I'm experiencing church hurt right now. And I met a lot of people who dealt with church hurt, but this is like some real church hurt I'm going through. It's, uh, it's so weird because in my head, I'm like, well, I can't leave the church. I can't leave God's people. I'm not going to do that. That's the last thing I'm going to do. But like, what I said last week is that I don't want to get so caught up in the image of, of church when I forget the presence of God alone. And that's what I'm keeping my eyes on is God and the kingdom. It's been hard for me to do that because his people are being so loud and in my face right now. And quite honestly, I feel like we're arguing about the wrong things. People are asking me about secular music and modesty when there are plenty other areas that are far more important and far more rooted in scripture. Like, I feel like people ask me things to, one, get a reaction out of me, and two, just to be petty. Like, it's like a backhanded question. And it's like, I would actually answer those questions if if I, if I discerned that they were sincere. And I feel like I haven't gotten uh, any when it's come to, like, that section. I feel like the people who ask me about stuff that that's, like, modesty or secular music, which is, like, stuff that... Y'all see that I go through, which quite honestly, I don't think I'm necessarily immodest as uh, I used to be. Uh, this has been a lot of progression for in the past, let alone year. Um, I used to post some stuff that was not okay. I had some stuff that I was wearing and posting that is not okay. And I'm proud of my progression. I'm still working towards it. But for people to just be like, that's not enough. It's like, dang, bro. Like, <laughs> makes me not want to do nothing. Like, it just made, like, it, this not going to be enough for y'all, basically. And I had to tell myself, like, I'm not doing this for the church. I'm not doing this podcast. Like, I love y'all, but I'm not doing this for y'all. I'm doing this for God. Who wants to help y'all? Like, this ain't even my whole desire. It's God's desire. I'm not even as attached as y'all think I am to, like, it's not me saving y'all. It's not me speaking these wise words. It's all God. I am just being obedient. So it's like, I I feel like I'm living like a full Romans 7 (laughs) is the things I do not want to do, I still do it. Why is that? Because evil is right there with me. Why is evil right there with me? Because I'm an unspiritual, I, I am a spiritual being in an unspiritual body. I literally, it, it's no longer a war against me and the enemy because God already won it and squashed his head. But till the day I die, it will forever be a war between me and my flesh. Because your your body doesn't go to heaven for a reason. It has to die. I am battling my flesh every single day. And it's hard. And uh, I'm tired of people just kind of being like, oh, stop doing this. And you'll be more sanctified. Sanctification is a process. 
I'm trying. <laughs> I'm doing it. Just not at the pace you'd like me to, but good thing I ain't pleasing you. Thank goodness I seek the kingdom first. Thank goodness. In Galatians 1.10, it says, perform for our audience of one, which is Christ. He's the one who calls me out by name. The church doesn't appoint me. Christ does. The purpose of church is for us to be in unison, to uplift, to encourage. Yes, to hold each other accountable under, like, to, to be a part of the body of Christ. That's what it talks about in Ephesians 4. But to say that we are in positions to judge one another like how God does? Crazy. I am not fully righteous because I am a mere human being. Everything good that I have is God. It's his image. It's my flesh sucks. I'm going to get caught up. I'm going to do stuff I don't even want to do. Why? Because evil is right there with me. But thank goodness God saves my spirit. And I really do believe there is no condemnation in those who are with Christ Jesus. I really believe that. So if scripture says that, if God says there is no condemnation of those who are in Christ Jesus, why is the church persecuting the church? And I'm asking this because I feel freaking persecuted. <laughs> I feel attacked by my own people right now. And it's not even a lot of y'all. Like, I think the majority of y'all who are listening, like, actually uh, stand with me and pray for me and uplift me. So thank you. But there's a good handful who are haters. There's a lot of Christians who are haters. And it's like this, this pride, honestly. Who's more right? Who's more sanctified? Who's more holy? I'm not here for the competition. It's like you guys take that Galatians verse way too seriously. Like, I got to win the race. I got to be the most holy. I got to be the most sanctified. I got to be uh, on the right hand of God. It's got to be me, number one. God loves me just as much. When I was 17, in my room about to commit suicide, he loves me just as much as he does right now. And he has called me just as much back then as he does right now. Only difference is, is now that I'm listening. Not that I'm perfect, but that I'm listening. That I'm trying. That I'm progressing. And that's all that God asks for us. That's all that he asks from us is not the perfection, but the progression. How willing are you to fight for me? You know how hard it is to deny everything that you've known? You think like 18 years of, or how, however long of being filled by the world. And then all of a sudden you got to flip it overnight. That's not going to happen right away. <laughs> it's not. Realistically, it will not. I am saved. I am free. 
my spirit is. <laughs> my flesh ain't going to heaven with me for a reason. My flesh hates my spirit. And I have a lot of people who, like, a lot of you guys who reach out for, out to me for, like, prayer and guidance being like, yo, I struggle with this. I've been walking with God my whole life, and I fell back into pornography. I fell back. I slept with my ex-boyfriend. I, uh, I did some things I was not supposed to do. I went and smoked weed. I went out and I got drunk with a whole bunch of friends and slept with this guy at the bar. Like, you guys tell me this stuff. People who walk with Christ and then they slip up. This is. This is what the war is. It's like I do things I don't even want to do because my flesh just wants to have fun and get instant gratification. But my spirit wants to dwell with God. How do I navigate that? I'm trying to figure that out. I I don't want to come to y'all with answers today. I want to come with relatability. I don't know all the answers right now. I know God does. And I will deliver the answers as soon as God gives them to me, but I'm not the savior. I'm not the Messiah. I'm just the vessel. And I want to remind you guys that like, I'm not perfect. I'm going to mess up. Does that give me an excuse to fall into iniquity? Heck no. I'm not going to do things purposely just to be like, oh, God forgives. That's iniquity. I'm not going to do that. But, I mean, there's going to be some stuff I slip up into where it's like, yo. To expect perfection out of me is crazy. But just know that I'm trying. I'm willing. And I know God has called me to this ministry and to be a leader. To speak. To young women. To older women. To... Men, if they want to come and listen, I can't lead them, but they can listen if they want to. But I, I believe that nothing can separate the love that God has for me and the calling that he has over my life. And no matter how much I think the opposite, like, or feel the opposite, like, I know at the end of the day that I'm exactly where God calls me to be and I really want to encourage you guys to be nice please please be nice please be gracious please be open-minded please be gentle Christianity is becoming very harsh I'm all for conviction I love conviction but it's like you got to be aware of your audience like you got to be aware aware of the people you're ministering to and you also need to take a good look in the mirror. Cuz it's one thing to judge people, but it's another thing to judge people and you're not even applying it. And as a leader who still falls short, <laughs> um I want to humbly put myself before you guys and uh ask if you guys could pray for me. If you could please pray for me. There's stuff you guys uh, don't know that's going on in my life. That is way too personal that I can't share. <laughs> because one, I would be here for hours trying to explain it. And two, um, it, it's nothing that y'all need to know. It's more like 
family really close to my heart stuff. Um, those are things I'm struggling with right now. Uh, people saying things are hurting me. People unqualifying me. Uh, feeling satisfied by God. I'm having a hard time with. I kind of want to tap into that, actually. Because we all girls. Except for a few of y'all. Man, we love you. Thanks for listening to your girl. But uh, I'm having a hard time feeling satisfied by God alone. I have a hard time feeling that. It's hard. Uh, And I try to find that satisfaction in other men emotionally and mentally definitely even some sometimes physically like not even necessarily like sexual it could be completely like quote-unquote platonic and it's like i i like try to take things out of men that are fatherly because I don't have a father. So anytime a man shows me affection, it's like I put all my walls down. And I'll expect them to give me the satisfaction that only God could give me. And I'm tired of doing that because I keep getting hurt. Like uh, my close friends know, I'm comfortable talking about this, but my my close friends know, like all my girlfriends, like, no, I'm boy crazy. (laughs) Like I love me some men. I think men are gorgeous and beautiful. Like I love me some men. Um, But I can put men at a very high like standard um, that only God could fulfill and sustain. because because of like what I went through with with my birth dad. And it's because I Oh gosh. Oh, I don't want to cry again. I'm gonna because I've had that disconnect with like my birth dad and uh haven't felt truly loved by him in a long time. Ugh. Like, because I miss that, and I'm grieving. Uh, It's so weird, because it's like... um, I haven't talked to my dad in, like, a year, but, um... And he's alive, (laughs) but it feels like I lost him. It feels like um, the man that I love so much died, and I'm grieving that. And I try to find that validation in other men, simply. And I don't know how to go to God and say, like, God, I need you to be everything that my dad wasn't. And he, he has done that in, in a lot of ways. Um, but I don't know how to actually give all of that control to God because I'm so hurt. It's not that I don't trust God. It's just that I'm so afraid to let go. 
and I'm being filled. I'm receiving the word. I'm reading my word. I have amazing people in my life, men and women. Uh, like I have amazing men in my life. Like my best friend, Jean, he's like everything to me. Um, like to have a best friend, uh, that just, oh gosh, just loves me on a, on a completely platonic level and just like loves me for my heart and for uh for my relationship with Christ and how we could center that uh I have other men of God friends I recently got really close with uh, one of my friends Caleb and he has been such a blessing too and just affirming me and reassuring me and exalting me and uplifting me and encouraging me and supporting me and I just value our friendship so much and I have other men of God friends uh that just are so amazing so amazing all over like got my boys out in LA then boys in Tennessee Jonathan Diggs Seth Weeks just different like just different all y'all love (laughs) y'all uh and it's like, I, I have really, oh, I can't forget about Ron. Ron, if you're watching this, love you. <laughs> but I got a whole bunch of amazing men of God in my life who set that standard and have shown me what it's like to be like a literal man with Christ. Um, I don't know why my flesh just like doesn't want to wait for that, if I'm being honest like I entertain men who are not good for me (laughs) and not in the position that God has called me to be in and it's like I go into these situations just seeking validation it's like I have such a legitimate need to be loved And I go to the wrong place. And I... And I run away from God in that. And like how I said, it's like, it's not that I'm not being filled. Because I have amazing men of God friends. I have amazing women of God friends. I have amazing uh, just people and mentors in my life who pour into me. Um, A church that... Uh, just praises God and worships him and even just like service and just like, like I have things that fill me, but it feels like my cup just has holes in it. And it's like, I can't keep it for long and it just falls out. And I want to keep stuff in my cup. I want to feel like I can patch up these holes and hold everything that God wants me to hold on to. But quite honestly, I'm just hurt. There's like stuff that's going on in my life. Um, that has been going on in my life. That I'm just sincerely really hurt over. And I need more time to heal from it. And to grow and to learn and to apply things. So in my head, when I'm going through all of this. And people are kidding on me for freaking secular music. It's like, y'all got no idea. (laughs) 
And then I'm supposed to lead y'all. There's a reason why I don't talk about certain things. I'm always keeping it back with y'all. I'm never going to come on here and talk about something I haven't gone through or haven't learned from. I'm not talking about modesty anytime soon. I'm not talking about secular music anytime soon. Let me just say that. I'm not sanctified enough from it to speak upon it. That's not my focus right now. And that's not what God is calling me to be focused on right now. And I'm actually fasting from secular music right now. Just because it's just like, I'm just trying to get away from everything just because I need to know what God is telling me in other areas of my life to where I'm just like, I just need to, I need to get everything out. I'm not qualified to talk about certain things just yet because I need to learn from them still. And that's okay. I'm tired of feeling like I need to be perfect. I'm not. I'm okay with being like I'm not perfect. And I think that's why God loves me so much. And why he's able to receive all the glory. Because he's the perfect one. And the whole purpose and reason as to why I'm weak is so he could be strong. Like the whole reason. Like I have to suck. Because if I was perfect, like. I would I would be God. <laughs> and I want to experience God. I don't want to be him. I want to I want to see his greatness. I want to see his power. I want to feel his love and his joy. And uh I just want to experience God for everything that he is. And I'm catching myself doing a lot, a lot of works. And then God just kind of told me, he's like, what you doing? <laughs> like, you're doing all of this. For what? Oh, well, because I got to prove myself, right? And he was like, to me or to my people? Because all the glory should come to me. When I sing songs of worship, I'm not worshiping the church. I'm just with the church to glorify God. Um, I wrote down something. There were some points I wrote down. <laughs> no, I said everything I needed to say. But uh, I just wanted to be raw with y'all. Like, I'm so low-key emotional. <laughs> but I thought about this for a while before and prayed about it before I, like, came on and just recorded it and just like, okay, let's do this, you know. Uh, this is so hard. This is such a hard walk. And when I first got saved, like, I was on, like, this, this, like, spiritual high. But now it's, like, 
uh like have you ever been on a like imagine being on a roller coaster like the first like five times it's gonna be so much fun and then once you just keep riding the roller coaster over time over time it's just kind of like oh this is kind of that's so wrong though because christianity and being in a relationship with god should always be exciting and fun but like it gets exhausting like to deny yourself and carry that cross i wish they said that that cross was heavy because it feels heavy i'm exhausted (laughs) god what do i do when i love you but i'm exhausted i'm just kind of like let me breathe (laughs) can i like can i breathe for a second And I know I could, uh, I know I'm going to be able to bounce back and just kind of like get into the motion of things. But this is a bump I'm just hitting in the road. And uh, vulnerability is my superpower. I need prayer. <laughs> I, I, I know God is going to take me where he needs me to be, y'all. But I need your help. I need your prayer. Like this isn't. This has nothing to do with me. I'm just called to a position. And I need to make sure that it's completely called and orchestrated by God and not my own desires and not even the church's desires. That it's just God's will and his will only. Because where God wants to take me I'm going to have some stuff thrown at me that I can't face alone. I can't do this alone. I can't. I can't do this alone, y'all. I need God's people. I need y'all. I need y'all. Simply. And I got y'all always. (laughs) Hence as to why... I love praying for you guys and just uh, seeing what God's doing in your life. And y'all could tithe as much as you want, which thank you. But if there's one thing I could really ask for, it's prayer. I need prayer. I really do. It's hard. This is really hard. And I don't want to give up. I want to keep pushing. Um, I'm going to sit here and be admitted towards that. Like, I... I need to get better in things, but, uh, I also can't, you know, cut off my own head doing it. Uh, I don't even know if I'm going to post this. I have no idea if I'm going to post this or not. I'm going to watch it back, and if it's too, like, I don't know. I mean, it's really how I feel. I can't be scared. This is my podcast. Actually, it's God's podcast. (laughs) If God says green light, it's a green light. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking. I'm sorry. Thank you guys for everything, for listening to me, for helping me, and um, believing in me. 
and loving me to the people who do assure me and uh and do follow this podcast and said their life changed over it and just please in everything that God has called me to be like thank you for being a part of this journey and uh and just like being a daughter being a son I'm so amazed by the goodness of God and I will that will forever override uh everything else all the comments all the concerns all the criticism and I have this motivation to stop looking at the glass half empty and instead look at it half full so I thank you guys for allowing God to be using you as vessels to speak to me and confirm and affirm uh, what he wants to do in my life. None of this would be possible without any of you guys. Like, this is all out of obedience. And I want to continue this ministry strictly out of obedience and not out of vanity or pride or popularity. Just out of obedience. Thank you for being obedient. I'm praying for you guys. Please pray for me. <laughs> and um, I'll see you when I see you. And with that being said, um, that's that. I love you guys.